I know you're having a hard time. It's very bittersweet because you know this is the last. This is the very last uh, black exploitation movie well, of the month. Yeah, until next year. Well, until next year, of course. But that's a whole year away, Murray. And we don't know. We learned from last year. We have no idea what March has in store for us. We have no COVID idea hit. what we have in store for ourselves. We don't know. We have plans, but oh no, you know, they always fuck up. Don't sell them short. We have huge plans. We have, well, you we have gigantic plans, which we'll get a little into after this episode. Oh, oh God. I, I can't believe how much we have planned, and we got a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, that's the thing. We had a lot planned last March, too, and then what happened? Oh, yeah, we got fucked up. Okay, so you know what? All I know is, where's my fucking vaccine? I'm over this. I'm really starting to crack up. Griff. Oh, I'm cracking up big time. It doesn't matter if we get it now, because it's still... I got, place, I got things to do, people to do, things to do, and I'm not doing them. I'm not doing anything, yeah. I'm tired of it. It's it's awful, and we're probably still not getting shows for another... Uh, if we're lucky, we might have them in the fall, but I'm not even counting on that. It's probably not going to be until next year. Probably. That's awful. Because there's too many douchebags that aren't going to get the fucking vaccine, and then we're going to get a bunch of like mutated versions of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course, that's already becoming an issue. It's all kinds of fun, and then, of course... You were right. You were right. You called it last week. You said the snow was coming. Meteorologist Murray showed up, and he said, "Well, I, I didn't. I didn't predict it. The weather did." And I, Murray, I don't just, sell yourself short. Okay. You said uh, you said you went into the so trash wait, lodge. So wait, we're I'm we're podcasters. Yes, we're investigative journalists. Of course, we're pop cultural pop culture anthropologists. Yes, we're sex gods. Of course, and now we're meteorologists. Well, just you, oh, just me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I, because I, I, I just lick my finger. I, I, I do like the rat feel. I lick my finger and I stick it out. Flick and it I out there. The I like that. That came up uh, today. I believe it was in this movie. I'm getting kind of our movie and last week's our uh, our tippy tap mixed up. Where we had the guy do the, he put his thumb in his mouth and he stuck it out. I don't remember that. Yeah, I noticed that because I was like, oh, my God, I'm having flashbacks. Speaking of snow, Griff, <laughs> thanks for getting us back on snow. We've gotten, a, a, boy, at least a foot in the past week of snow. And Correct. I have no place to put it anymore. It's really annoying me. I'm tired of shoveling. We, we got all of winter in two weeks. All, we we got nothing. We had no winter for December and January. It was very mild for those two months, and I was very happy about that. And well, then, I wasn't that happy because I have dogs, and I don't like mud. So I like snow on the ground. I just don't like 10 well, feet of snow. It was like ground. frozen, and I like when it's just frozen because the same. Oh. I got the same problem there. Well, I'm trying to get to, Griff, is this, uh, a pet peeve of mine. What kind of sick, sociopathic piece of shit shovels their driveway and not their sidewalk? I hate you. <laughs> People who do that fucking die. Fuck you. You're just it's like you're going out of your way to let people know I don't give a fuck about anybody but myself. Like right. you don't care about the mailman, you don't care about the kids as a kid who had to walk to school my whole fucking school life. You don't care about us. Fuck you. Shovel your guy just shovel a path. You don't gotta do the whole sidewalk. Right, just right. shovel a fucking path. Just do one little path. 
or, or don't do anything at all. Like, you can't have the in-between. I hate the words, like, down to the fucking pavement on the driveway and then fucking snow drifts up to your fucking balls yeah. on the sidewalk. Fuck you. I hope you die cancer. Okay. All right. Coming from the guy who leaves his dog turds everywhere, I'm going to go ahead and say that you're probably right. I think, Not I think on people's you still lawns, win. though. I think you still I make sure. Oh, you leave it on the sidewalk. neutral. <laughs> First of all, I don't do that. You're misrepresenting me. <laughs> I make sure when I, before I take the dog out, we go in the backyard for her to take a shit. Because I'm not picking it up. But I can't help it if she doesn't take a shit there and decides halfway through the, the walk to take a shit. That's on her. Yeah, yes. Fuck her, not me. It's organic. It'll work its way into the soil. The worms exactly. will enjoy it. You're feeding it. bugs. You, you you're know. doing it. Circle of life. You're contributing. Exactly. So why are you getting on my shit? I'm helping the fucking world. <laughs> I built you up as an enemy, and then I helped tear you right back down Griff, to a good guy. did you know we have a YouTube channel? I think I do. Because okay, I didn't until recently. <laughs> and we're blowing up, Griff. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We, we got not bad for two guys that don't have a brain in their head, according to one commentator. Yeah, I was very happy to see that somebody recognized that we, amongst us, don't have a brain. Right. Because but I've been bragging about that. We're You mentioned all the credentials we have, right. and we don't have a brain amongst <laughs> right. us. We're so the that's fascinating. of podcasts. We're the Tommies of podcasting. I watched Tommy yesterday. <laughs> Want some baked beans? And, yeah, I mean, it's like we're blowing up. 20, I think 32,000 people are clicking on... Showdown in Little Tokyo thinking it's the movie and then getting disappointed when it's not and yelling at us and saying we need to have a fucking brain. We're not here to give you free movies, fucktards. Go buy a goddamn movie. Oh, man. We're here to talk about these movies and we're doing pretty damn well. Last time I checked, we got like 250 subscribers. Yeah. They, and they it's growing climbing. every day. They keep climbing. So join in, people. Because we're putting YouTube only content on our YouTube channel. So you're going to want to check that out. Yep, we're key. Give us more incentive to do more and more Madden breakdowns. We got a beautiful one up there about Danzig's uh, movie that may or may not come out in the future. Oh, that's looking it's looking good based on that trailer. I can't wait for that. Can't wait either. So that yeah, that's why we had to make the Mermad and breakdown. We just we had to right. tempt ourselves. We had to get into the weeds. We had to point out all the actors, all the not actors in it. I'm excited. But yeah, YouTube's been a fun place. Yeah, so just look Golden Globus Theater. It'll pop up. Check yep. it out. Subscribe. That's all you got to do. Give us some shit. I love it. I love the fucking hate. Bring it on. Bring it on. So Black Belt Jones. Black Belt Jones. Pretty entertaining movie. Just like our uh, Tippy Tap episode that came out Saturday of Starsky and Hutch, of course. Don's, why, what's it with these black exploitation movies and mobs? That's the enemy of the black people. It's the mafia. I mean, we were saying we got to find one of these black exploitation movies where they actually do fight like the KKK or something. I think there is a Steve Jones. It's not technically black exploitation because it came out, I think, in the early 90s or late 80s. I think there's a Steve James movie where he takes on the Klan. Okay. We're going to we well, we'll do it eventually so we're going to do every Steve James movie eventually. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's just the mob, I guess. Well, it was like Godfather was a huge movie, so they probably had to have the mob and everything, you know. Okay. I mean, they work good as a villain. You got this whole structure, you know. They kind of operate under the scene behind, you know, under the guise of the law and all that kind of shit. So it's like I get it. They're ne- you know, they're a big enemy. Just kind of boring. Selling drugs to the on the streets on the kids. Yeah, if only Samurai Cop was around to give them a stern talking to. Well, those are Japanese. I understand he, that, but I'm saying Samurai Cop had give... no problem with the Italian mafia. He hated the Japanese. He hated yakuza. Even if they sold kids to. Uh, drugs to the kids on the streets 
even that. Because yeah. that's what he's mad about the Yakuza about. Yeah, but if you really see the subtext, Samurai Cop, he had some issues with Asian people. <laughs> even though he did study in Japan with the masters. Yeah, he lived amongst them. And Maybe he's fluent that's wh- in Japanese. He probably developed his racism from living amongst them. Right. Oh, okay. Because he was a guy, Jen. He said Mako Ito is not a real wrestler. They turned on him, so he turned it on them again. Are you talking about the queen of piss and love? The deity of shit herself. I'm talking about her. Look her up, people. Oh, my God. Black Belt Jones. We yeah, digress. Yeah, we went off track. Jim Kelly. I'm. We've talked to every Blaxploitation month. We've done a Jim Kelly movie, but he's never starred in any of them until now. Yeah. So I was happy to finally get to put some, a spotlight on Jim Kelly because he's fucking great. Yeah, uh, not not great on the mic, if you will. He no, doesn't talk a whole in, lot. Yeah, they don't. They they uh, decided, you know, you're act, you're an action guy. Kick people. Yeah, you got a great wheel kick. He's either wearing a wonderful outfit like suit and platform shoes and all that shit, or he's wearing like next to nothing. And uh, I mean, he's given us what what we want. There's right. also a funeral procession in this movie that Murray, when I go. I expect this. You want a 21 kata salute? Exactly. Okay, I can do All that. All right. All right. I want I'm, you I'm leading I'm glad you it. figure out that I'm going to outlive you. you well, know, yeah. I'm no, I, I live a rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm climbing up trees, jumping off roofs, dropping elbows across the Well, I hear throats. that uh, Jackass needs a new member because Bam Margera got kicked out. So, hey. He, why did he get kicked out? Because he's a... <laughs> it just knows what a fuck up he is that those guys are like, No. You, You've gone too far. Yeah, he's like a he meth pro- head. He's starting to look like his dad now. He's getting meth fat. Head? I don't. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I no, think he's, he's probably a, just a horrible sexual offender or something. No, no, no. He's got tons of drug problems. Oh, okay. I mean, I always hated Steve-o, him. So fuck you, so. Bam. Fuck you. I hate you. You, you're opening a whole can of worms because he was huge in high school, and I hated him. And then there was that band him. That yeah. people love, and then Bam was like associated with him, yeah. so it was just I was getting. Yeah, don't hammered. get me started on the heartogram. That makes me angry. Let's just go ahead and go to the trailer because we are <laughs> not building up Black Bolt Jones at all. <laughs> we can't do it. We can't do it. We're ten minutes in. We're not talking about Black Bolt. Go we're the- talking on the other side of this trailer. We're going to give you all the Black Belt Jones you want and you need. To see you on the other side, Black Belt Jones, fool. Look out! Enter Jim Dragon Kelly. He clubbers them up as Black Belt Jones. I lost three of my best men in there. Now I'm asking you as a favor. You're asking me to be the fourth. Get a couple tanks and blast it down. Forget it, man. I ain't going in there. It's a fortress. Well, fortress or no, it's top priority. <laughs> so am I. It's suicide. And dust to dust. Now, who killed my father? Who's Pinky? What you wonderful little mama? I ain't your mama. What's wrong, man? Oh, Black Bell, she is good, man. She is bad. Boy, what are you talking about? Sydney. She went into the hip pocket. 
What? She's a fighter like us, man. And fuck, fuck. She is fast. Ooh, she's bad. Now, what are you doing? No, no, no. You stay here till I get back. Do those dishes or something. They're done. Black Belt Jones leads his private commandos into the nerve center of a gangland stronghold to crack a supercrime conspiracy. Enter Jim, Dragon, Kelly. This is the movie that breaks through to a new dimension in film excitement as Kelly takes on the underworld. Welcome back. And guys, it's all it's all Black Road Children from here on. We're never we're not gonna segue. No digressions. No digressions. Nothing. I might have something about Vinny later on. Oh, but Vinny, look, we learned that Vinny's uh, does not work with this mob, so they have to get a cold plate of spaghetti straight out of Chef Boyardee's cans. And that scene when they're eating it, and they're, oh, I hate mouth noises. Well, it was I was designed to make you gross. And Yeah, and they're just oh. keeping the camera fixed on it. This is an hour and 25 minutes. We wasted four minutes watching that guy just rifle down some spaghetti. God damn it. This that was, was Black a, Belt Jones. This was a, a yeah, I wanted to – this was a very padded movie. There's about 10 minutes – that could have been cut out easily. The, the beach fi- scene, the final fight scene, fifteen minutes of like karate and and, and the suds that was excessive yeah, too. It was, there was not there's not much story to this movie, which and we yet, like sometimes because there's nothing worse than a really heavily detailed dumb movie. <laughs> Andy Sedaris, we're looking at you. <laughs> so sometimes we need we need because we have no brains in our heads. We pointed that out at the beginning of the show. Like yeah. so, we need to dumb it down, people. Dumb it down. So our movie opens up, and we got these suits. They're walking up to a big old Couple mansion. Couple Winery. This is uh, Big Tuna leading another guy. I forget who his uh, little buddy he, was, he had with him. Little Tuna. Little Tuna's with him, of course. He's got a rap album coming out next week. And this guy, the- he's got like an earpiece, uh, and he's like pulling at his collar all the time. He's looking over his shoulder, looking very S- suspicious. Sweating profusely. And as they walk up, I was right uh, in the opening segment when I said it reminded me of a rat uh, finger flick there, is that the Don is up on on a balcony, and he's looking down, and he, like, shoves his thumb down his throat, and then he flicks it out. I thought he was saying, I'm anorexic. Help me. That's a cry for help. Maybe. He's like, I can't choke down any more Chef Boyardee. Not anorexic. Bulimic. Yes. Getting my eating disorders mixed up. You are. And so we're, we're going through this winery. And there's all the barrels set up. I was like, oh, man, this is beautiful. Yeah. And they go to the barrel 15, and they punch in the code. It's funky time, of course. Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. Of course. Of course. And this whole thing rises up, and it's like a— It's just a trunk. It's just a trunk, waterproof trunk. And it's not even a wine barrel. It's water in there because they pour Uh, out a boot later on, and it's just water. It's just bad wine. No, because remember, 
that we they, there's a joke about the wine just coming. It's coming up. Yeah. Don't ruin that joke. I'm, not. I'm setting you up. Don't step on that joke. So the guy they have already figured out that this guy is a spy. Yeah, he's so, a, he's working for the same special service clip Patrick Jones works for. I don't know, like uh, yeah, or he's Dip. Just, he's just a special. I forget who yeah, Dip, Dip was. Oh, Dip was, Dip was uh, Shokazugi. Yeah, Shokazugi. And so the spy, he he's I, I, okay. There's a whole angle with pictures that we don't understand there's pictures they need we don't know what of we've never told what they are Did the spy have the pictures and they were going to exchange money for the pictures maybe Is i don't know what, what this here? scene was i don't know why they were showing this guy maybe because they knew he was a cop so they wanted to like like stick the dagger in even far like twist it like ha we know we, we know you're a cop and we're going to show you all the evidence yeah and we're going to kill you right before it's that. just like uh in the After bond that. movie when you tell them the whole plan when you're convinced they're going to die right so they're kind of doing monologuing that. yeah and so as they're monologuing about the whole plan a guy comes up with he does, he's got like a braided rope i thought it was uh like a pearl necklace i thought he was going full march simpson it might have been might have been he was Get, giving the guy a pearl necklace. Choke, well, literally. Chokes him out with a hardened pearl necklace, strangles him, tosses him in the wine barrel, and Murray, would you like to hit us with that? Well, there's also seat? money in the trunk. Yes, there's money in the oh, trunk. Oh, that. And we don't know what's being laundered. Some, I don't know why it's in there, why they're holding on to this money, because it's only like a quarter of a million, I think. It's not a lot. But that's a, 73, Murray. Oh, that yeah, that's like $10 million. Yeah, you're, you're not thinking. You're not but, thinking. But, yeah, so, yeah, they kill him, throw him in the vet with the trunk. It goes, it goes back down. And then, is it Don Stefano says it? Or is it Tuna? It was Don Stefano. That's a, no, it was Tuna. Okay. Because Tuna goes, <laughs> look, it matters. <laughs> tuna goes, hey, mark that wine down. Because that guy just shit himself. <laughs> Mark the wine down 30 cents. He shit himself. <laughs> so they're going to sell his shitty wine. And so we get a cut over to these offices where feds are listening in. Or maybe they were in the van out front. We Either don't know way. what they are. We just know that they, they're crime fighters. They dip. Might, I'm say they're dip. They're duh. dip. Let's just say they're dip, man. <laughs> we might be getting that wrong. We're carrying on. But they're listening in and they hear this guy die. This is the fifth guy they've sent in to yeah. get this. I mean, why why not just send in, like, the Girl Scout girl or something with some cookies or something? Because they are failing at spies. They're not good. If right. they, this is the fifth guy to go in, Yeah, probably. they're really not good because we learned that the mobs are idiots. These mobsters are idiots. Yet somehow, they're always on to these guys. Yeah. They're, they really are idiots. So they're like, they, this guy, Tom, who's one of the, we're going to tell we're going to say right now, he's one of the good ones. He's the Because he's the only good white guy in this entire movie. Yeah. Get me Black Belt Jones. Ooh. Get a, get a nice cut over to Black Belt. What's he up to? He's just sitting in a TV studio where some, some people are having an interview. And it's got to be hot in there. We're in California. Summertime. Sun's out. He's wearing a, like a denim outfit. He's hot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Head to toe in a suit. You got the camera lights. You got the cameras rolling. 73 camera. Can I just I mean, point out, Jim Kelly is one of the most perfect afros I've ever seen. It's beautifully shaped. It's, yeah. it's not nappy at all. It's just like a, it's like a it's like it Tony Schiavone mic cover. It it's is how great it is. A beautiful fro, and then the guy is just cut, you know, and matching fucking chops. Yeah, oh yeah, the chops too. Just perfect. I'm talking about on his head, people, not the karate chops. <laughs> Ooh, he's got the chops for the chops. So he gets a little sweaty, I guess, and he hops out to go outside, you know, just maybe to cool down maybe or something. Maybe smoke a cigarette. We the 70s. Yeah, maybe smoke know. a cigarette. But, you know, they set up a little jobber match for him to open up the movie. So we got five guys coming out. There's a police car in the parking lot. 
policeman's nowhere to be found, though. No. So well, he shows up after everyone's kicked ass. Yes. But yeah, so his like his uh, karate senses are tingling. So he knows he knows that these guys are lurking. So Black Bolt leaps on top of the car, leaps off it, and we get that bana 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 bana, and we get this great like freeze frame. It says Black Bolt Jones, and he's yeah. like leaping in the air like Black Panther. It's a cool action sequence, and he's taking smashing heads through windows. It's always the cop car. He they do this thing in this movie where he is breaking windows, and uh, it's like a professional motion machine. It doesn't exist. Like these windows don't exist. He's just, but he finds a new window every time. So he, you see him break several glass windows, and of course we know cars have four windows. He breaks at least six windows. He doesn't break a windshield or the back window though. So somehow this this cop car has five doors. That that's the kind of mind trickery they're they're pulling on us with this movie. And every once in a while they just freeze frame, and you just put like Jim Kelly, and he's yeah. like chopping a guy in the throat. And then they go right back to it. And Jim's getting a little tired, so he one goon is running away, and he's like, I'm not going to chase him. He's in a suit and everything. It's got to be restricted. I, and I love how daintily he picked the gun up. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it wasn't his gun. He doesn't need a gun. He's Black Belt Jones. He's Black Belt Jones. So one of the goons is like laid out on the trunk of the, the cop car. He daintily picks it up, points it, shoots the guy in the ass. Loved it. And the and guy. Guys, he sells it really great. He sells it. He's hopping around. Oh, my ass. It was great. So Jim just goes over, hops in his car, a Jones, and uh, he takes off. And then we finally get our cop who's showing up. He's got he's got the fucking Vinnies. He's got donuts. He's got three coffees. Sees his he's car. He's really going to destroy it. Oh, my damn. God. You don't want to add coffee to a Vinnie's. We, we, already, we covered that in uh, <laughs> every, every fucking last five episodes. We've covered it. Remo Williams. Remo was <laughs> no. very confident in his uh, his. Iron stomach. He did the coffee and Vinny's, and he did not handle it. He shit himself a lot. So yeah, we get the cop. He spits. Well, we out also his get some uh, a white gentlemen, older gentlemen that were on that TV show come out, and they're just holding their dicks. Like, oh my god, it was so hot watching that guy kick ass. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. No, these guys don't show up again. They're no, just in there to. There's admirers of Black Belt Jones. They're just enjoying the movie are. as much as uh, as us. So. Black Belt is actually heading over to meet with Tom, the dip agent, right. Captain, Captain Superior. Tom. Yeah, Captain Tom. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, of course, Tom's like, look, we've sent in nine agents. They're all coming back dead. We One after the other. We sent five on the same day, and they somehow smelled out that each one was an agent. We didn't think they could figure that out, but they did. And so Black Belt, you know, he's like, ah, what do you want me to do? Forget you- it, Tom. Because he talks in a very monotone voice. That's a suicide mission, fool. Come on, Black Belt. You're the only one that can do it. You're invisible. <laughs> oh, don't, don't throw that at fucking Black Belt. And he's like, yeah, us African-Americans, he didn't say that, are only invisible when it comes to human rights, motherfucker. Why don't you just run a tank through this? Just like you do the ghettos, huh? We can't. He's like, look at these pictures. Apparently, they have the pictures of these are the pictures of the pictures we need. <laughs> look at this. He's with politicians. Don Stefano owns every politician. They would shut us down. We can't. We'd love to fucking drive a tank over his fucking house. Right. We can't do that. Hundred G's. Black ball. G's. What? Hundred G's to do this. Forget it. Suicide mission. I'm not yeah. doing it. Black belt walks out, throws it over his shoulder. You know, just like fuck you. Tom sits back in his chair, lights up a cigarette, picks up his phone, 
He's in. Well, he he did offer a Vinny's. He was like, oh. he's like black belt can't turn it. Vinny's down. He'll be back. <laughs> can't get away from the Vinny's. Even when we identify that we can't get away from the Vinny's, we go right back to Vinny's. He's got to be Vinny. Come on, you got to be a sponsor for us, man. Give us some money, Vinny. Come on, Vin. All right, so let's go over and check on our villain. We got the big. We we met Big Tuno. Now we're gonna really get to see Big uh, uh, Don Stefano. He's cooking up a nice real estate scheme, as the, the skeevy whites like to do. And he just needs, like, he's got this whole area already purchased. And he's, he's got, got, like, a diorama out with all these, like, he looks like the beginning of Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And he's like, I own all this, I own all that, but I don't own the middle section. Just in the middle. He wants to turn it into the most beautiful, horrible parking lot, strip mall that you see in every fucking suburb. He's like, I want a, I want a cell phone store, a PC mobile here, a Starbucks there. I want, I want like, a Walmart. I want all that bullshit with a horrible parking lot. Christian bookstore. He wants it all. Exactly. But, and, he, but we can't because... Papa Bird's Karate School, Karate Dojo, is right smack dab in the middle. And he ain't selling. So he's just like, I want that fucking dojo. Get yeah. it for me. Yeah, so he's got to send out the boys to figure out what they can do to, you know, get Papa Bird out of there. He sends, I think he sends two, and he's like, of course. It's get that black done. guy you got working for you. You know how to deal with those people. And then he goes, sure thing, boss. So it. we actually cut over now to Pops, Papa Bird. And he's walk. He, he's uh, um, going behind the curtain because he used to teach the class. Which yeah. why is he teaching that class? He looks like he's a breeze <laughs> well, could kill him. Yeah, Papa Burr played by Skatman Carruthers. He's wearing the worst <laughs> black man. He's wearing a white man's toupee on yes. a black man's head, and it's super greased up and everything. <laughs> like I kind of get it because uh, Papa Burr kind of sucks. He's kind. He kind of sucks. Well, he, he lost he, his yeah, way. He's a douchebag. Yeah, he lost his way. Well, he, I, not only is you think he sucks, his lady Lucy thinks he sucks. Yeah, and she's a like a loud fat black woman. Let's call it what it is. And she's just like, "You motherfucker, you gonna put a ring on this?" He's like, "Baby, I fuck you good, and that's all you deserve." And they're just doing it. And then apparently it turns her on because they they go to fucking. <laughs> Meanwhile, Toppy, his right hand man, is running the class with a young boy named Quincy. And they're like, you know, trying to help the community and help self defense and all this shit. And yeah. fucking Papa Bird's just fucking fat women. He's got no time he's got for it. Got the flower it. out, rolling her in it. He's busy gambling all the money away, and he's, he's, he's deep in debt. He doesn't believe in the community. He just wants to fuck his fat women and gamble. Doesn't care about karate anymore. Doesn't care about the community anymore. Doesn't give a shit about anything. Why isn't this a show? Why is Cobra Kai so big? I want to hear Papa Bird. I want to see that too. Murray, we haven't had enough transitions, so let's go ahead and do another transition to some very new characters, some Antifa folk. Oof. One of them played by Ted Lange, who was, everyone knows is Isaac the bartender from Love Boat. Oh, of course. Everyone knows that. Well, you don't, but I bet you Tavi would know that. <laughs> and so, because we're old. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they got the berets. First, they look like criminals because they got one guy puts on some brass knuckles. Yep. Another guy pulls a blackjack. Oh, it was a tire iron, wasn't it? Yep, tire and iron. Sleeve. And one, one has a gun, I think. Yes, I one think, did have I a gun. I think Isaac had the gun. And we're thinking, oh, shit, they're going to rob this pool hall. Because has every movie had a pool hall that we've done in Blaxploitation? Uh, Black, or, uh, Black Shampoo did not have a pool hall, but he had a pool table in his cabin. <laughs> yes. But there is a pool <laughs> table present in every movie. Yes, good. 
So four for four. So we're like, oh, shit, these guys are hooligans. No, they're not. These people care about the community. They're young black militants. Yeah, and they walk into, I, I don't know if we said the name. This is Pinky's Pool Hall. Yes. Pinky runs the black side of town. Yep. And they come in, and they're just like, you capitalist motherfuckers, you need to stop selling drugs. You need to go get Pinky. We're talking to him right now. We're going to get him to stop selling drugs amongst the community. Pinky comes out. He's like, what are you fucking communists talking yeah, he about? Might, he might be a criminal, but he cares about making America great again. He does. He Me? knows that trickle-down economics is the only way to drag this community out of the gutter. Right. So he's, he's fine with this. And it just so happens that his goons who are standing by, they just they, they get the better of uh, these communists because, you know, they're Antifa. They don't have eyes on the back of their head. They're just right. normal men. So they get they get ended up getting jumped. They get their weapons stolen away. One guy gets bonked. I like the cartoon you know, effect they made for the bonk on the head, even though it was a tire well, iron. Isaac gets the worst because oh, apparently yeah. Pinky, he's a dentist on his, uh, he's not robbing the community. <laughs> and he's like... You know, the best way to uh, have done, like, it's, I don't, I'm going to fuck this joke up, but he was like, <laughs> the best way not to have tennis bills is to have no teeth. Yeah. It was like, black folk are very practical. Practical. Like that, yeah. So, you know, the best way to avoid having a huge dentist bill is to have no teeth. And that he's, he's forced his face open. They're about to, you know, line up the pool shot and everything right into his teeth. I was, ugh. It got it nearly got a nomination for worst torture of the month, but it just did. as when it's about to happen, just when he's just when Pinky's chalking the fuck out of that, that cigarette dangling, of course, he knows that fucking table like the back of his hand. That's what his dear dad taught him? It up, yeah. Before he left this shitty world, Pinky's dad told him chalk that fucking cue up. That's right. He's just about to hit it, and then Tuna shows up, comes rapping at the door, just knocking fifteen times. Doesn't doesn't wait, just constantly knocks. That's the worst kind of knock Who was, known to man. I forgot his name, but he, he I thought it was fucking uh, William Smith for a second. He had those rose glasses that he'd wear. He was like, the, he was either setting him up like to be this head ass-kicking henchman. He didn't do shit in the movie. Yeah, I don't remember because most of the goons were awful. Yeah. Most of Pinky's goons were terrible. Pinky was. I don't know. Every time I see a guy put on glasses, I think of William Smith. So maybe that's what I was thinking. I appreciated uh, Pinky because he's a lot better villain than... Uh, Big Tuna, uh, Big Tuna, or the Don. The Don and Big Tuna are just, Don is barely in it. He sucks. yeah, he sucks. Anyways, so these uh, the mob guys, you know, Big Tuna and Little Tuna, they come yeah. in and they they need uh, Pinky. Just as we kind of learned about earlier, they need Pinky to because he's, he's he's black. He's black. You know, they talk to black people. He's gonna be all to get through to, through to Papa Bird. They're like, we need his building. And Pinky sees, smells, tastes, opportunity. Papa Bird has an IOU with me. That that motherfucker owes me a thousand dollars. Like, I, like, no problem. I got it. I'll go find it. I'll go leverage him. We'll get that building by next week. And he's just tasting. He's like, I'm gonna be at Pop uh, the Don's next Chef Boyardee dinner. I'm gonna be choking down those fucking cold yeah, spaghetti. Really, that's the thing. That's the, that's the illusion of capitalism. He thinks they're gonna accept him. Exactly. He is this just this, this the middle management brain fog fucking idiot. You know who's who's willing to sell out everybody he knows and loves for the chance at the quote unquote American dream, which is a Chef Boyardee meal. Which is a Chef Boyardee. <laughs> hey, at least the centerpiece that Don has is amazing. It's it's like 14 feet tall. It was fantastic. You probably didn't even notice it. I did not. It it's amazing. 
I don't have that eye for detail. You really you know. don't. You really don't. And so he had to sit straight over. It's like a lap dog that he is. He's straight over to Papa Bird. Hour twenty minute movie, man. Man, you got you got to just cut to the chase. And he, much like last uh, week in Trouble Man, where you never cross that red line at the pool table. That's right. You never step on a dojo mat with shoes. That's right. That is right. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you. Because, like, Quincy's being very respectful. The young boy who's running the class when Toppy's not doing it. Yes. He's, he's, I got to love Pinky because he's like, fuck your communist <laughs> shit. <laughs> Everybody he talks back to, this is very Republican. If you say anything to offend him, which is everything, like most Republicans, he just immediately goes to communism. And I love it. Stop trying to cancel him. I love Stop it. Stop trying to Stop Pinky's free speech. <laughs> I love when Republicans, they go out, they're on TV all day, and they're just like, they're canceling me. It's like, you're on TV right now, you idiot. So, uh, like I said, Quincy respectfully is like, yo, you got to take, he's like, fuck you. I don't take my shoes off for anybody. What, are we in Japan, motherfucker? Are we about to have a fight? A kung right. fu fight? you damn right we are. I love it. it fight it's... breaks out, because you don't respect, the, you don't disrespect the dojo. Oh, yeah. Get away with it. Lots of lots of chopping. There's a nice dick kick, and Murray, you pointed out this is one of the best cells for a dick kick we've seen in cinema. <laughs> yes, because one of Pinky's goon. It's Cedric the Entertainer, people. Yeah, it's, his name is Jelly. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, because I'm, he's I'm, the big. I'm fat calling guy. him Cedric. So I, I was like, is that Cedric the Entertainer? No fun. way, because he's he's like not 100 years old. But, yeah. No. But yeah. He was his dad. Jelly, Jelly the Entertainer. So he gets the fucking dick kick and <laughs> sells it like a motherfucker, he, like a real dick kick. He goes, know, every every ninety nine point nine percent of our listeners are men. You've all been kicked in the dick at least once in your life. It hurts. It's debilitating. It hurts. You <laughs> got something up my ass. It hurts. Whew. And it's debilitating. Sometimes you just want to fucking vomit. It's that. It's, I, if there's any women listening, there's no way you can describe a dick kick. Oh, well, ball kick, really, not a dick kick. Yeah. It's like the weirdest pain because it makes you like want to throw up sometimes. Well, just, just think of like when you hit your elbow and you just get Funny. that overwhelming yeah. sensation. It's that times 100. <laughs> right. You know? It, it's just that weird thing. It's, it's, it's a... And what's really weird about it, I'm going to really sell it to the one woman who listens to this. When you get hit at first, you don't feel it. So you think like, oh, it's no big yeah. deal, and then it like hits it just you slowly oh, builds up worst. to the point where, yeah, yeah everyone's oh. nodding their head right now, listening to this. Love it, but Cedric the Jelly Tainer, <laughs> he he not only sells it, he goes down real hard. He's clawing his way across the floor. He finds a chair and he's trying to get himself up in the chair. As soon as he lands half a buttocks onto it, he gets kicked in the face. Fucking well, does, Pop shows up too, right? Because he starts fighting, doesn't he? In this one. Pop, I know Pop uh, fights. You know. you know what? Pop does come out to greet these guys, and he do, he starts the fight because he does the. He refuses to pay his fucking IOU. Exactly. He's <laughs> like, "That's what a douche Pop is." He's like, "I'm not paying your shit." Cause he's got a gambling problem, and we've learned. And he's like, "Fuck you! I'm not paying it." Love it. And so, <laughs> some. Fa- I thought Tamra Dobson had some fucking pathetic kung like. Scatman Carruthers, the closest he ever came to knowing uh, any kind of martial arts is doing the voice of Hong Kong Fooey. He did the voice of Hong yes, Kong Yes, he Fui? was the voice of Hong Kong Fooey. What? Oh. And so he was channeling the Hong Kong Fooey voice, and it was the most awkward, like, robot. Like, he's an elderly man. Yeah, so his one big move was, I, I, I don't know how to call it, it was just like a spinning back fist. That's what the it is. Eddie Kingston move. And after that, like, you know, they they beat their asses. They eject all the Pinky's gang. They run off with tails between their legs. Catman is now, or excuse me, uh, Catman. It's, I got Catman blues on my mind. Papa Bird. 
Papa Bird, he has just been so invigorated by this, op- you know, this uh, beatdown that he leads the class. He hasn't done this in weeks. So I right. thought this was going to be like a big moment for him. No, he never. But learns. no, it, it, it's it lasts a second. Pops learns nothing. Yeah, even his even his uh, woman looked oh, like oh Jesus. She's like I'm going to get fucked good tonight. Yeah, she was fanning herself. She's like oh my god, it's up and it is warm. <laughs> Keep it that way. We're going to get real hot now, Murray, because we're heading to the beach. Yeah, apparently. I don't. How is Black Belt employed? Like I thought he's he he freelances for the dip. I mean, we know he's working for dip. He's a subcontractor for dip, and he's also a, a, a trampoline trainer. He trains young white girls. I'm gonna call them the tramps. They just love bouncing. He's a, and he's overseeing it. He's because he has a beach house. He must be making money. He's living on a fucking beach in California. Maybe. And he's just watching, supervising as these young white girls are bouncing up on trampolines, getting ready for the man show or something. And and then he gets a call, and I guess was it like one of his ladies was like, "Hey, black belt." Yeah, he ha- he has another lady who's just hanging out in her in his house, who's wearing just like robe and negligee and everything, just waiting, you know, for him to come back up and have a quick quick rouse in the bed. It's Toppy. Yep, the responsible it's one at Papa Birds, of course. And he's like, "Black belt." Pinky came. He wants our fucking dojo. There's or, money being talked about. I can't. I can't sit. Pops, pops doesn't down. give a shit. Yeah, I he went off gambling. He just took off. Pop, he hasn't taken off yet. I can't sit. Pops down and talk to him. So I need you to come here and put some sense in him. You're again. his number one student. Exactly. So black belt, of course, he will oblige. He's like, I'll come right on over. I'll talk to pop. Me, you, me, and you will talk to pops. We'll set him straight. We'll get. This, we'll get everything working. It's all right, baby. Keep cool. Head straight over there. Ugh. And, oh, man. We try to talk some sense into Pops. He's like, I'm not hearing it. I'm going to go gamble. So he, like, he like goes out the back door or something. He's like. Yeah, as soon as a black belt walks in the door and talks to Toppy, that's when <laughs> that's when Pops sneaks out the back door. And then there's that mannequin in the, in, in the alley, and he does a little shadow boxing and then kicks it, uh, knocks the arm off. And he's just strutting. And you even right. get the, they continue to watch, just show him strut around the city. Grabs the woman's ass. He grabs the woman's ass, and they're just he's just giggling to himself. He's like, "Oh my god, someday this is going to be illegal, but today <laughs> it is legal, and I'm loving it." And so he just walks off to this uh, this poker game he's got waiting for him. So Black Belt's like, "Look, all right, I'll take care of Pinky. He's going to come back. Yeah, let's set it up. We'll fuck him up." So the move is turn all the lights off. Because you're going to show up, apparently. Yes. And they do. They show up. Of course they Cedric's show up. Cedric's dick's finally feeling got some ice on it. That's right. Feeling good. That's right. That's right. And Toppy's job is just to flick the lights on and off. Every three seconds. That's their move. Black Bolt's because he's like a ninja. So, but I love it. Like, first of all, Toppy, uh, or Pinky comes in and gets punched in the face. Like, who the fuck punched me in the face? <laughs> yes. And then, this is what I love. Batman, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh. And, then, and then lights pop on. Fucking Black Belt shirtless with like a fedora on or some shit. And okay. Like, you apparently didn't notice this either. <laughs> they were doing this thing where each time the light would come on and off, he would be kicking or punching a different guy. And he would have a hat sometimes. Then he would have like a guy's like scarf on. <laughs> then he, you know, he'd have no hat or scarf. They just kept switching it up every time to just show the mind games. And then Pinky's got a gun. And some shots when the light comes on, you just see him turning and turning with the gun. 
And finally, he's like, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. He shoots. He fucking hits his own guy. We never see that wound come into play, but he shoots his own guy. So it seems like it works. They run again, their tail between their legs. Yeah. And we follow them out. And they're like, oh, my God. We got, we're, let's just go head over to this bar where they know a high-stakes gambling game is well, happening. We, we've learned from Cleopatra Jones, every black business has illegal gambling of in the course. back room. Absolutely. <laughs> go to a bar. And it just so happens Fortune is on Pinky's side today. Okay, so he goes into this bar. He's talking to the lady. Barmaid, I want to point out that she played Florence, the maid on the Jeffersons. There's a lot of classic uh-huh. black actors in these movies. Just bit, bit part, too. And they immediately ask, who's in the back playing poker today? She's like, well, you know, uh, Sam Houston and Bucky Rogers and... Bucky Rogers. And, of course... uh, Batman, motherfucker. Papa Bird. That's right. Papa Bird's... Round up all the crew. They take every... All the... All the people in the bar, just patrons... Put yeah. them in the freezer. Put them in the freezer, and then they head into the back where the where the. Why? 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 Why did they just go in the back and this? Why do those people? They're, they're not doing a robbery. I, treachery was about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they walk in. So I think was it Tango? Tango was the bald muscular dude with the beard. Is that Tango? Was he there? Sure, that sounds good. Tango. Yeah, he he was Tango, but okay. was he the one that was there? Because I he seemed like the guy who could do who does what's going to happen to Bird. I think Papa Bird. I thought Jelly did it. It could have been. I don't I th- remember because I don't. Th- I didn't think Tango was in the picture yet. Okay, I can't remember though. the The goons kind of get mixed up because they never really get to shine except for this moment. Yeah, they walk in and they're like, and like you pointed out before we started recording, every time Pinky brings up the debt, it gets higher and higher. So he's like, "You owe me forty one thousand dollars, Papa." And Papa Bird, without even looking up, he's just like, <laughs> just laughs. It suddenly went up. It was a thousand dollars yesterday. Now it's eleven thousand. He's like, I'm not get or forty one thousand. He's like, I ain't got money. <laughs> well, we'll take your building. It's not my building. It's Sydney's building. It's Sydney's building. Yeah, yeah. and pa- Pinky is. He's at it. He's he does. He's out of his mind right now. He doesn't know what to do. He's he thinks he's got this all locked up. He's gonna go have that chef boy RD. He's hazing the chef boy RD. He's yeah. going insane. He's imagining the mug he's gonna pick out. Taste it. Tin can sauce kind of taste. When, when you go to uh, the Don's house, you get to pick your own mug that you eat the spaghetti out of. So he's wow. all, he's just thinking about that. He's like, I want the Garfield mug. Oh, I want Flintstone one. Oh, you want the Flintstone? Yeah. I'm going Garfield, man. Or Dilbert. Dilbert's not <laughs> existence yet, but no. probably not Garfield either. Anyways, so they're going to freshen up Papa. They're going to give him a couple, couple paintbrush him a couple times. But apparently, Jelly or Tango, whoever delivers the paintbrush, he did he just? It was so weird. It was, it was like a little tap, and it kills Papa Bird. He literally, he was just in a fucking fight, or maybe he got like a hit a stroke. I don't know what happened. He takes, uh, he takes a punch straight to the temple. <laughs> eyes open. He's just keeled over in the corner, staring out at that wig and those eyeballs just blare. It was, it was the weirdest imagery. And they check his pulse. I don't know how to read pulses. I think he's dead. <laughs> Biggie's just like, oh. He's like, fuck, what are we going to do now? Who's this Sydney motherfucker? We got to find this Sydney guy. We got we got to figure it out. All right, so we cut right to a funeral. Right to and Papa I Bird's mentioned funeral. this earlier. This is the funeral Griff needs. Because we just see they have a 21 kata salute. We got all these guys. Right, all the students, they go through the whole kata routine one by one. 
And we got the pastor doing like, you know, some bars, bar, dust to dust, ashes to ashes. Don't let the butts touch the dust. Tom's there showing his respect, really wanting to get Black Bolt involved because he knows how much Papa Bird meant to him. Well, actually, Black Bolt told Tom to come because okay. he's, he tells him, hey, I like this. This is kind of like his superior brings him in or whatever. But he's like, I need you to go find me this Sydney because that, that I thought I didn't I, – I, no, I, he did know that Papa had uh, a kid out there somewhere. He's like, I, I heard about her. She's somewhere. New York was the last thing I heard. I need you to find her. And we're going to get into some weird movie magic in a minute uh, with how they find her. But so Sid, or Tom's like, I'll, I'll go get her. I'll find her. And as we look on at the funeral, we're seeing those 21 Kata salute and everything. Right, because now they're like at, at, at the cemetery. Right. We close out, and now we go outside to where they're burying him. And they, st- they now the guys are just standing there motionless with their fist out. No, fucking Black Ball was doing the fucking katas. He was like, oi, oi, oi. If you say so. I'm right. And while that's going on, we see a beautiful black woman watching. And we're like, who is this? Well, this is Gloria Hendry, whose claim to fame is she was the first black Bond girl. Oh, interesting. I think it was, I'm going to say, live and let die. Because right. that was like the black exploitation one they tried to do. Oh, okay. You, how do you feel about James Bond? Eh. I feel the same way. I'm just like I like I like the idea more than I do the execution. Like it sounds cool, but then I'm like, eh, I don't give. A when fuck. I was like 15, I convinced myself I loved Bond movies, mostly because I played GoldenEye the game, and I was I was just like, oh my god, I love this. So for Christmas, I started getting the VHS tapes, and I would try to. Watch, I kept falling asleep to yeah, them. Yeah, and I feel the same yeah, way. License to Kill was the first one that I really watched, and I was like, why am I watching this? I just it just it's okay. It's fine. It doesn't do anything for me. Though. I agree. So she's watching, and she, she notices that sexy black man, Black Belt Jones. She's like, I talked to that guy. She's like, who killed my pops? You seem like you're in charge. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, who are you? She's like, I'm Sydney, motherfucker. I'm his daughter. Right. And then, then Tom just pops up. See, I found her. I found her. You got to work for me, Black Belt. So before we get a whole lot of information out of them, we actually go over to Pinky, who's meeting up with the Don. Finally getting that meeting to kiss the ring. Yep. And I love this scene, all right, because this is there's humor in this movie, but it's not hit-you-over-the-head humor, which you see in everything today. Like, so there subtle, is, I didn't pick it up. There is no comedies out today, and then you have, in, in its place, you have, like, these action comedies and shit now that are just, they're terrible. Hey, The Rock, he's great. Sure. And Kevin Hart, is his name? Yeah, Kevin he's, Hart. He's great, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that movie keeps showing up. You probably saw the tail end of it for before wrestling. <laughs> Where Rock is a fat guy? Yeah. Uh, oh, so bad. Yeah. Anyways. He's going to be our next president. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I, I love this because it's very subtle humor. Murray missed it. I only caught it on my second watch through here. As Tuna is freshening Pinky up to the rules about talking to the well, dog. Hey, if you want to, you want that SpaghettiOs dinner. You start with SpaghettiOs, then you move up to Chef Boyardee. That's right. Franco-American, then Chef, Chef Boyardee. Boyardee. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so Big Tuna explains to him, you're asking for death if you walk on the Don's left. You got to walk on his right, all right? He will, he, he'll be pissed, he'll refuse, you'll never see that mug, and it'll never be full of 
precious. Do you think Tuna was just fucking with with uh, Pinky, and they, this, this means nothing because as you'll as you'll explain the joke that happened. Tuna later. seemed to believe it too, so okay, I, there was no explanation as to why he had to be on his right. I love there? it. I love just the he's just an eccentric Don, and I like that uh, whole thing. But if he wasn't, Tuna is selling the hell out of it. So as they start walking, Pinky starts on the Don's left. And then he quickly realizes it, and as he goes over to the Don's right, he realizes he's going to have to walk alongside him. He's going to have to walk through the sprinklers. And so he's getting hit by the water and splashing all over him, and he's trying to explain that, yeah, I got these A number one Bogarts coming in from San Francisco. What's a Bogart? He's like, those are some treacherous African-Americans. He didn't say African-Americans. This is is the N-word heavy movie that we did this month, and they throw it around And he's like, hey, I like the sound of that. I, I'm smelling some Chef Boyardee beefaroni. Yep. And then he just he's so giddy, he just runs away like a schoolgirl. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. get that beefaroni. I got a Star Wars mug with your name on it. I can't wait. I can't wait to give it to you. So he cut right to Pinky's lair. He called in the Bogarts. Yep. They show up. One, I was getting a really, like, black pen from Penn and Teller vibe off him. I don't know what. The light-skinned guy? I don't know if he was yeah. white. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was interesting. He <laughs> yeah. was huge, though. Yeah, he was huge. Well, so was Penn. He's a tall guy. I thought... Oh, you're, yeah, Penn. Yeah. I'm thinking Teller. No. But I liked how they came in, and the first guy's huge, the light-skinned guy. Yeah. And then they slowly get down to the Kevin Hart guy, who's, you know, all 4'11", Marco stunt size, you know? Fun. Oh, God, I hate myself. And... Oh, you know, Pinky is just welcoming all of them. And then finally, the one big guy. Who is the, the main guy? That... I don't remember any other names. <laughs> okay. He was kind of a balding black guy. We'll call him Ming. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, I just came up with Ming. Okay. And so Ming comes over. He's like, Ming, I, I've been waiting to see you. I can't wait. And Ming picks him up. These guys are old friends. So he's giving right. him this big hug. And he's got him by the seat of his pants. He lets him down. He's like, why are you all wet? And yeah. that's a callback to the last scene. No, that's we, continuity we, people. They don't yeah. they don't do that anymore. I loved it. Loved but it. These guys look fucking fierce. I'm worried for Black Ball because the like, Jelly Cedric he ain't shit. But these guys. Mm. All right, Murray. We need to get some more information from uh, Sydney about this. You know, whole information. Uh, whole information. This whole this whole situation with their dad. Well, Toppy, he's always helpful. He lets he fills her in on what's going on with Pinky. Too helpful. Because you actually see that uh, uh, Black Belt Jones is like, stop with the info. And Toppy realizes it. And, uh, 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 excuse me. I mean, he never talked to Pinky. He never gambled or anything. He didn't do anything. Ma'am. Yeah, why is Black Belt wanting to keep the secret? I have no idea. <laughs> There's no reason for him to keep the secret, I guess, because he wants to handle it himself. I guess. But he's like, we're going to have Quincy take you over to the dojo. Quincy... He's full. He's totally into the kung fu. You notice he had no shoes on. He just had yes. the fucking gi on. I did notice that. And he's got like a, a fucking sweet car, it's like a Cadillac coupe. Or something I also like know it's not legal to drive without shoes on. Did that happen to you? No, I just know that's okay. that's a well, lot. I'm not a white trash, so I don't want to drive without my shoes on. So he takes. He's gonna take her down to the fucking uh, dojo, I think, I don't, or a hotel, I think. He's gonna take he, her yeah, down. he's meant to take her down to the hotel, but she she got that name Pinky in her head. So uh-huh. as they get in the car, she's asking Quincy some questions. Quincy, why is it that you didn't start the car until Black Belt told you to? 
And Quincy's just like, well, he's my best friend, so I just do whatever he tells me to do. Isn't that how friendship works? That's how Black Belt told me friendship works. Are you trying to tell me otherwise? Am I living a lie? Quincy, you're a simp for Black Belt. Yeah. Get some, get some backbone. Why don't you take me over to Pink? Well, I can't take you to Pinky. Take me to Pinky's. And then she, I think she touched his cheek or something. How did she? I think they just happened to be driving by and she saw it said Pinky's Pool Hall. And she was like, pull over here. Yeah. Okay. Like I think it, she's like, I had Vinny's before the funeral and I got a shit like a motherfucker. But that's a ruse. She didn't have Vinny's. She knows you don't eat Vinny's for a funeral. So they stop. And he's like, hey, you can't. Do it. Shut up. Keep the engine running. I'll oh, be right back. So she walks into the lair. Pinky's out. Because yep. he's he's hanging out with his Bogarts. Of course. So his, his regular goons are there. Like, hey, little mama, what you want? He's like, I want you to respect me, motherfucker. Where's Pinky at? He's like, who the fuck do you think you are? And then she just, she knows, there doesn't have any mats, but she knows you're going to kick ass, you got to take your shoes off. Yeah, she was wearing heels, so it makes takes sense. Takes her shoes off. And then she had a dress, like, buttoned down the front, so she unbuttons it up to her crotch, so you can do those fucking high kicks. Got to get those kicks in there. And she just fucking unloads on The goons dudes. are, like, looking at her like, what the fuck do you think you're about to do? And, oh, man, she drops a hard F on them. I'll make you look like a sick homosexual. Oh, jeez. She didn't say homosexual. Yeah. And then she commences to destroy these guys. Yeah. And so you got you got Quincy looking in the window, realizing, like, oh, my God, this woman is amazing. Like he was already into her. Yeah, he's, like, hiding no. his fucking erection. Oh, boy. He's a young boy. He gets it every five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> I bet he has wet dreams. That's probably true. That's right. That's right. And so the goons tell her, look, Pinky's not around. We can't. All right. Well, leave a message for me. So a message is left. Sydney is looking for you. So Q drops Sydney off, goes back to Pops. They're like cleaning up from the last fight. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm in love, Black Belt. This woman can kick more ass than a donkey. She's badass. <laughs> and Black Belt's like, man, she's all right. She's all right. You say she kicks ass? You saw her kick ass? Huh. All right. I need to investigate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go have a chat with her. Oh, he's like, man, I wanted a boner before. But she knows a little kung fu. That's an easy end for him. Right. I mean, he has an easy end with everybody. But... to talk about, yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite kata? What's your favorite kata? Yeah. That's how I always break the ice, Griff. That, that's a good way to break the ice. I'll write. So he takes down. off, and just so happens, Pinky shows up again. Oh, no. Well, he's got the Bogarts this time. Yes, he does. He's got new muscle, and he's got confidence on his side. And you got to remember from the earlier fight, the the, the crew, the the dojo crew, thinking they're badass because like, we destroyed Pinky's crew before. What are they going to do now? Right. Well, they're going to fuck you up, motherfuckers, because that's what the Bogarts do. That's why he brought him in. He's and then the Bogarts just destroy. They, they get no offense in. The Bogarts nope. just destroy them. And then Pinky cuts his fucking major ass promo on him. What did he say, Griff? Dude, I don't remember. Well, I don't know you wrote it, so it's I... just—I just know that Pinky, you know, he—he's telling—he's like, "You communist motherfuckers, crawl back into your Fidel Castro butthole, hide away, give me that IOU. I gotta tell you, you owe me for damage." This is the the promo here. Okay. He's like, "It's not just the eleven K I wanted, the forty one K I wanted for the IOU anymore." Now you owe me for damages at my place, which there was barely any damage at his place. Right. But somehow that equals up to one hundred twenty-four thousand dollars. Right. Emotional damages, yeah, four hundred million dollars, and of course, broke my Coca-Cola machine. And 
emotional damages again. Okay? <laughs> you just emotionally damage. And he my does a little girl. Tim math and it comes out to two fifty. I don't know if that's accurate, but he says two hundred fifty K. Or one easy payment of your building. That's it. Two hundred fifty K or your building. And and by the way, we're taking that little short boy there. That little cue. <laughs> so they grab Quincy, throw him on the shoulder, and just take off. So fucking top immediately calls fucking Blackwell Jones. Like they got Q, man. Yeah. Blackwell Jones. At first, I thought they were having a din- they were having a lunch in at Vinny's because they're at a restaurant. I thought, but no, they're at Black Belt's house. Yeah, they're I at guess. Black Belt's house, having a nice uh, a balcony. Maybe lunch. had some takeout, fucking Vinny's. You know, I, I don't, I don't know, because he's trying to <laughs> show off some katas. He's probably eating clean today. You know, he's probably having a nice. Not a cheat day. Vinny's you know, definitely a cheat day. <laughs> considering how ripped, fucking. Uh, uh, Goddamn, Jim Kelly is. Yeah, he's probably just. He's probably not a cheat day. So. Uh, they got dishes everywhere. He's got an outside sink, too. This was just a beautiful place. And he gets the call. They have Q. He's like, oh, shit. He goes to his this briefcase. This is another place because he's got his beach house. This was not on a beach. That wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> this is his other place. You know what? It's her hotel, I think. Okay. I think yeah, it was that, her that hotel. Sense, yeah. It's like, it's been a while since I fucked <laughs> in a hotel. I'm not going to bring you home. I don't know if you're my type yet. So <laughs> I don't know if you've earned the right to get fucked in my house. Exactly. Yeah. I've so, been there. So, yeah, he takes her to her hotel, which why did she have dishes at her hotel? Anyways, so he's he's got his briefcase there. He happened to bring it up, and he pulls out his— Keeps, like, three or four guns in yep. the briefcase, so as pull, we all do. Pulls out a gun, and he's getting it ready, stuffing it down his pants or whatever. And qui- I think or, uh, he's still talking to Toppy, I think, because he, he's kind of distracted. Yeah, and Sydney's grabbing a gun, too. And he turns around. He hangs up. He's, he's well. First, she says, "I'm going with you." And he's like, "Well." Uh, well he hangs up the phone. Yeah. He turns to her, and he's like, "All right, I gotta go. Um, you just sit here and look pretty." She's like, "No, I'm gonna go with you." And uh, Jim Kelly looks up. God damn it! Black Belt Jones looks over at the dish. He's like, "I see some women's work. Why don't you just go ahead and busy your fingers on that?" She shoots all the dishes and tells him, "Well, it looks like the dishes are done. So I'll go with you then." He's like, damn. And they do. They leave. He's thinking, I guess I will be taking her home later. She's got some moxie to her. So Baggett pops. They finally meet up with Tom again. And he's like, look, I figured it out what they want. They want Papa Bird's place because they're trying to make a civic center. They're trying trying to have the Petco.com arena <laughs> for the next soccer team. So keep trying to get soccer going in America, even though no one cares about it. And they're going to make the taxpayers pay for it. And when when Black Belt Jones heard that, he's like, oh, no, they're not. I got a plan. Yeah, because he's been thinking about this on the way over. He's like, they're asking for $250,000. That doesn't make any sense. Or they want the building. I think I know exactly how to get that money because we we already know. He knows about this whole case with uh, the Don. Right, the trunk and the vet. Yeah. So he puts in a call with Pinky. And I don't know how this phone call works. Because we are about to learn that, like a cartoon, uh, Pinky does not pay for phone service. Early cell phone. Yeah, early cell phone. <laughs> so he's parked outside a re- like a a, a a rural a rural. Um, wait, urban and rural. Yeah, he parks outside by like a rural fo- telephone pole, and he has Jelly climb up it and patch into the phone wire somehow. Yes, they have a they have a rotary phone tied into the fucking telephone line. Yes. And so these talk, Pinky's talking with them, and Black Belt's like, "Look, yeah, I'll we're gonna let you have the fucking place." Yeah, we're, no, no, 
We're not going to let you have the place. We're going to get you the money. But we need a little bit more time. Just give us like a week. Pinky thinking he's going to hardball him. He goes, no, you don't have a week. Yeah, 48 hours. But he doesn't realize he's playing right into Black Belt's palm. Right. All right? All right. <laughs> so Pinky is on cloud nine. He is smelling that fucking beefaroni. Yeah. He's like, I finally punched my ticket to two, my one ticket to paradise. Somehow now he's uh, at a rail or uh, a railroad crossing or something. So he just embraces his inner Rudy Ray more and just cuts a fucking rhyme like you've never heard before. Good God, look at me. Pinky's my name and money's my game. Choose money or my honey. Shit. Man, you can pull out my groin, but give me that coin. Hey, I'd rather be dead than not have my bread. Pinky's mama did not raise a fool now. Oh, the slaps. Even even fucking Rudy Ray had to tip his hat to that rhyme. So Jones is going to go meet with Tom again because he's got he's cooking up a new scheme. But he knows he needs to get to that winery, so he needs to get the location. He needs some money. He needs some extra he's money. He's got to get a crew together. It's yep. like Ocean's Eleven. It is Ocean's Eleven. He's like, I got to get 55K. And at first, Tom is like, 55K? Did he already give him the 100? Because he was offering 100, and now he's worried about 55. Either way. So he's he's like, okay, okay. I'll get you the fifty. He was doing that. For, he was doing the Pete and uh, Chalky move. Where yeah, he was like yeah, fifty-five. Wait, I thought we, you know, we said <laughs> we said five. Yeah. yeah. So he agrees to the fifty-five. Hey, this is taxpayer dollars. I, I, we think Graf. We think they're working for Depp. We don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's so secret they don't tell us. And he gives him the winery where it's at. He tells him, location. okay, here's the location. It's Don's place. You'll find it here. And of course, the barrel we're looking for. It's barrel 15. You got to get into the cellar. You got to find barrel 15. All right. So Jones heads out with this money. And of course, he's going to go back home. Goes and to the beach tramps. Of course, the beach tramps. He's going to turn these beach tramps into super spies in an hour, Murray. That's all you need. That's all you need. He's, t- he's got so all. He, for, so we get a nice training montage, a nice Ocean's Eleven training montage. We. Learn that they're going to shoot the alarm system with a fire extinguisher? Like, what was that? Was that supposed to be a freeze thing? What was that? I think it was. You know what? It, it might have been. I, I Maybe it didn't exist back then, but expandable foam, you know, like fill cracks and everything. Because okay. they were trying to uh, uh, muffle an alarm, so that would that would make sense to me. But yeah, well. it did look like a fire extinguisher. <laughs> So that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We also have these. We we're, they're working on their little mini trampolines that Shokazugi yep. uses. Port, portable everywhere. trampolines. And we have because who knows you might want to slam dunk a basketball. Of course. And we also have these like uh, jet propulsion like tra- grappling hooks, like which they really didn't need. They could have thrown them. They didn't, yeah. but they look cooler, I guess. To, yeah. And he's it, and he's showing he's showing all the white girls how these work. Like this is you push the button and they're taking notes and everything. And as we know in the di- you know the security camera digital age, you have to be able to put a Polaroid in front of the camera. That's a great move, though. It was. But I loved what I love was Black Belt was showing a girl how to use a Polaroid. Yes. Oh. He's like, see, this is how it works. He pushed the button. Yeah, and it's she's like, so and She's good. taking notes. And she's, she's, like, mm. she's a blonde. They're making a blonde joke. It might have gone over your head, but it was a blonde joke. That's what they were trying to go for there. 
I don't judge great, people by their hair color. Great training montage, and I, I'm I'm excited. Well, to they're see ready. It. Yeah, one hour. Like I think you guys are ready. It's, I'm gonna give you all five grand a piece. Yeah, and they're like shit. We'll murder a motherfucker for five grand. <laughs> These girls are out for blood. I loved yeah. it. You think they're all innocent? They're just training for Cirque du Soleil. No, they're training for Cirque du Soleil. Your neck. I don't know what Soleil even means, so it could mean decapitation. Cirque du Slay. Sir oh, Murray. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's why I'm here, Griff. Whew. So around 5 p.m. they start the mission. They don't wait for night. They're <laughs> yeah. so excited. Even though they're dressed for night. They're all black with ski masks. Yep. With sunglasses on <laughs> and gloves. Just just like last week, man. Except the no shark skin suits. <laughs> shark skin suits. Never mind. And we got Don and you know what? You know Don would have been hosting a nice Vinny's dinner. But I have it on good authority that he told Vinny a racist joke. Vinny does not go for the racist. He loves, he loves a good dirty rhyme, a dirty limerick. Toilet no, humor. No, he loves toilet humor. He loves well, Of course. Because kind of hard, you know, yeah. His toilets are being destroyed. <laughs> His whole sandwich is toilet humor. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. But he draws the line at racial shit. Vinny is a good Italian. Well, he's an, he's an Italian who married a Mexican because that's well, how the fusion yeah, came exactly. to be. That's exactly it. And I'm sure they adopted like a multiracial, you know, they have a whole family. So, right. of course, that's the one drawback. So... Don Stefano is out. He's not even allowed in Vinny's anymore. No. So, of course, as we've been building up, all he's got now is mugs of Chef Boyardee. <laughs> I don't know what the tippy top is. Ragu with, you know, a tortellini or two. Rago, I don't know. <laughs> and But what I loved about it is he has this teeny tiny table that six goons gather around, and they're all licking their lips. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get my lips on that mug and just slurp up some spaghetti noodles. They have this centerpiece that it looks like it's out of uh, Clockwork Orange or something because it's, like, bizarre. It stands out, and it's also, like, eight feet tall. It just shoots straight up. It's a, just amazing. And as they say grace, uh, is, that what, is that what the yeah. Catholics do? They say yeah. grace? Well, yeah. Uh, we see that Don has a security camera set up over his shoulder, and he's right. constantly looking over. Yeah. And it's a good thing that we know this because, of course, we're going we're gonna to fool yeah. that camera in a minute right. here. And so they're just slurping up that spaghetti, and they're like, hey, man, I got something to talk about, but we'll get that later. We got some Chef Boyardee. We got, we got a feast on this Boyardee. <laughs> so while that's going on, our crew sneaks in. They're taking out all these jobbers that look like they're wearing, like, high school phys ed T-shirts for some reason. Yeah, they're, they're and, ring shirts, I think they call them, where they just, uh, for the sleeve, then the collar, they have, like, one uh, pattern. So ring. Black Belt's yeah. job is just to take the goons out. The girls are setting everything up. Black Belt, Black Belt and Sydney are taking out uh, yeah. the goons, and they're heading inside. Their goal is to get to the barrel. The girls, however, are making sure the alarms are are all turned off right. and security cameras fooled. And then they they pull out the the mini trampoline. Girl hops up, takes a shot. Like she 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 jumps up in front of the camera, takes a shot of the, what the camera's seeing. Don't you think? That's got to be some fast motion. That's, that's how amazing film. these fucking uh, beach tramps were. Like, she somehow hovered in yeah, the I'm air. Sure, I'm sure a Polaroid would have that many frames per second. Yeah, exactly. Thing. So Polaroid. she somehow hung in the air for a few <laughs> seconds to take the shot. Yeah. And she takes a perfect shot. Worth the 5K. And then she's got the clamp apparatus <laughs> to stick on there. She's she's working with no, no knowledge. She doesn't know if she's going to uh, fit it over there perfectly in the right distance and everything. But she nails it. Looks perfect. You, and then you see a cut of Don Stefano looking at it. It looks exactly like exactly before. like it. 
I, it was amazing. It was like those scenes where people show up to a, a set later in life, and they're like, look, I made it match. It's so they took care of everything, so now all security's taken care of. So now Black Belt can move infiltrate inside the winery. Yep. Just taking out goons along the way. He gets straight into the, to the cellar, finds barrel 15. Of course, he's like, I bet it's Funky Town. Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. Opens up. Sydney's just like, oh, hot damn, you are some spy. Grabs all that money. They have these little, like, the Crown Royal bags. <laughs> they put in the money. <laughs> yeah, straight out of Marlboro, man. They had those weird fucking satchels that were it was bizarre. Sparkly and Crown they were, Royal. They were Crown Royal. Yeah. They little purple bags with a gold, like, rope holding it. Love together. it. And they put the money in, and they're like, all right. They get the, the pictures, which... We don't know. What we those, still have no very idea. Very important, but we don't know why. They also find uh, the guy, the last spy. His boot was in there. Yes, and he yeah. pours out that shit filled water. Yeah, and there, there would have been a nice if he was like, "Oh, what stinks?" You <laughs> nothing. So as they're leaving, perfect crime. They're like, "We did it." They're sneaking out. Then a gust of wind just blows that Polaroid, so it shifts. And Don Stefano just happens to be looking, checking every five seconds. He's looking back. And he sees Black Bolt Jones run across. Yeah, he sees he sees a guy in just dark clothes. We don't know who it is because unless he doubled back, he can't be Black Belt. So he doesn't even really get up, though, because the goons are already running around. The the second round of Beefaroni was showed up. Exactly. He started with spaghetti meatballs and now Beefaroni. And, of course, you serve dessert. And then raviolis after that. Oh, raviolis. (laughs) The the five-course pasta (laughs) mug. Um, what I really enjoyed is one of the goons, you may have noticed him, when they were running into the bowels of the building, they stopped by, like, this weird little strip. It was like a red room, and uh, there was the one guy in the foreground of the picture who had, like, a neck brace on. Or, no, he had a, he had a thing over his nose. I love that guy. He shows up, like— That's four- probably another callback. He probably got punched by Black Belt. We probably. don't remember it. He shows up like four different times to get his ass beat. At no point did they tell the Don, hey, people are fucking around. They just kept running around and fighting because, these people. Because they want, that, they, want to be at, they want to stop Black Bolt to be at that meal. Right. If they yeah. stop him, they get to drag him in and say, is there a mug for me? <laughs> Pull up a mug. <laughs> All right. So we have escaped. Every, the mission has gone directly to plan. It's still light out. Let's go hit the beach, Murray. Let's go have a good time at the beach. Is this where the the padding comes in? This is what? This is where the padding of the movie comes in? Oh my god, the padding of the movie. Yes. <laughs> well, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm jumping happen. ahead. I'm yeah. jumping ahead. We got to meet up with Pink. Yeah, to we got to get Quincy back. So they uh they I guess they call up and call up uh Pinky and they're like, "Hey, we got the 250 grand. And where are we going to meet up?" Well, meet at the rail yard. We got Quincy there. They're going to do this exchange. They're going to do it fair. So Black Belt heads over there with just Sydney And the Crown Royal bags. Uh, Of course, the Crown Royal bags. And he's like, look, here it is. Like, motherfucker, we're going to take your money and we're going to kill you. Sydney, of course, was told to wait in the car like a good woman. He rolled up the windows and left her, you know, McDonald's park. A little crack. A little crack. And it was a good thing he did because they captured Black Belt. And they're like, motherfucker, if you fight back. We're going to shoot Quincy's head off with a shotgun. I saw that fucking curling iron. They had it over the hot fire. <laughs> they were getting it ready. Wow. They they plugged it in and put it over fire. Yes, Murray. These are oh. deviant. They're treacherous <laughs> people. Bogarts. Bogarts, thank you. 
And so, the, okay, they're ready to sodomize Quincy. And he's, he's probably never even had sex before. <laughs> they're going sodomized. for Quincy? Yeah, that was who they were threatening. They weren't gonna. They weren't going to get Jones with that? No, they're just beating him up. They just want to beat him up. They want to yeah. sodomize the kid. All right. <laughs> they said they're sick, treacherous bogarts. They are capitalists, after yeah. all. That's how capitalists love it. And uh, Jones, he's selling it a little. Mm. And then Sydney sneaks up. She sees it. She unplugs the curling iron. Of course. She knows how to t- uh, disarm a man. Yeah. And then she just fucking wheel kicks uh, Tango, knocks him down. And then Blackpool's like, okay, now I can kick ass. Yeah, she gets Q out of there. They 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 beat it. So, yeah, Jones is at his own discretion now. So he, he just thrashes a couple dudes real quick, and he takes off as well. Right. And as he's walking out or running out, like – Fifteen more goons appear. The Bogart show up. Yeah, so he's got the original crew, the Bogart crew. He's got them all, and so he can't. You know, they can. He can be surrounded. He's like, I got to figure something out. He looks around. He blends in with the surroundings. He's like, I got trains all over. That's a, that an aisle. Gets up in a train. One by one, he leads the sheep to the slaughter. Right, because the train is obviously very narrow. It's that aisle, that like aisle way. Yeah, and like and like every goon in like a video game, they come one by one, and he takes them out. And it's just fascinating because like the car, car, uh, cop car scene in the beginning of the movie, right. where each goon had their own window, except there's only four windows, <laughs> and somehow five guys went through windows. Same thing with the train. We see six windows on the train car. And we see 15 people go through those windows. And finally, we're left with just Tango, the big the big Bogart. And he just like, I, I already got paid. I don't give a shit. <laughs> He's like, I don't want any of this shit. So we turned his back to walk away. And Black Power turns his back. And then the camera is following from the outside of the train at this point. And we just see Tango come flying through a window. We don't even get to see the fight. We just see Tango fly through a window. And the camera just stays on him for a minute here, and he starts to cease. (laughs) Well, here's the the great thing about Black Belt Jones' plan. It's not over with yet. He still has something up his sleeve. So he makes an anonymous phone call to Tuna and sells out Pinky, going, Hey, man, I heard Pinky's been flashing around 250 grand. Oh, that! Oh, yeah. that's that's some devious shit. And everybody in the dojos are listening and giggling, and then he hangs up and goes, "McDonald's time!" <laughs> I wish we were making that up. He literally says, "McDonald's time." Yeah, and they just go have some fucking uh, you know flare fish. This is this is in the early. They didn't have fish yet. This is seventy three McDonald's. I, I watched. Think, I, I watched I that documentary. I don't even think. I think Big Mac might have been new at by seventy uh, oh, seventy four. Maybe it was uh, super franchised at that point because it's yeah, it in the yeah, 50s. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was everywhere in the 70s. But they only – I remember when it was just Big Mac, Quarter Pounder, Cheeseburger, Hamburger. That was it. Yeah. Okay. I remember McNuggets were new. That was like like early 80s. I had a McNugget today because I showed up to my brother's house, and I don't know why people think they're good. They're weird. They're just so weird. <laughs> okay. Back to the movie. They're weird. Though they're enjoying it. Because they're not having McNuggets. They're having Big Macs, which are new on the menu. <laughs> they're like, what is in this special sauce? They don't even know. Is, it, is this Thousand does, Island? Does Vinny's know about this? Because I think Vinny would like <laughs> to know about this special sauce. So uh, Don Stefano sends his men to, uh, to uh, Pinky's. Because Pinky's like, hey, I got the money. Don himself, I believe, makes an appearance for this. Because this is real shit. He wants to get this money back. I think, I think that Don actually shows up for this. 
Okay, and so Pinky's all happy because he's like, "I got the money from these idiots. I didn't. I don't have the the dojo, but you think they they still want the dojo? They don't, I mean, it's great yeah. that they have two hundred fifty grand, but I guess the money was to buy them out. I I don't know. It doesn't matter. But the uh, big tuna, he. he He's one of those uh, rain men or something because he gets the money and he starts flipping through the bills. He puts it to his ear and flicks it and goes, this is our money. This is our money, yeah. This is interesting. <laughs> he must have arranged it in a certain way. When you flip it, it plays a little tune. He's like, this is our, this is our money. And he's like, you trying to fuck us over, Pink? He's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I got this from Black Bill Jones. We get another callback to uh, a scene earlier where Pink was holding those commie kids, those Antifa kids down, and they, he was threatening to put a pool cue in their mouth. Now he's got the tables turned on him. And he's going to get a... No pun intended, the pool table turned on him. Murray, this is just working itself out. So now he's about to get a pool cue thrown into his face. They're not even <laughs> going to waste their time with actually trying to shoot, line it up and shoot it because their dad didn't teach him how to play pool probably. So they, what happens here? Because they throw the ball at him. They shuffle it across the yeah, table. They, they throw it along, and then it goes in his mouth. And he just goes, ow. Yeah. He catches it. He doesn't take it on the teeth. He bites it. He knows what to do. Oh, this is his move. Knows, of course, he would know move. the counter move. Okay, so he knows how to defend it. I and like they're this. like, you know what, Pinky? I, I believe you. You took well, it. You well, just, Pinky tells them yeah. it was a setup, and they go, "Okay, we believe you." Just like that. <laughs> well, are you going to trust the guy that wants that wants that golden ring of Chef Boyardee or Black Bill Jones? Yeah, exactly. They know he's a lap dog for them. He's gonna. He's a yes man. He's gonna do whatever it takes. He'll go out. He'll say they they won an election. They didn't win. He'll do it all. So we pointed out that this movie's an hour twenty five. We're at the hour mark right now. There's no more story to tell. So we got to pad. We're done. Shit. Yeah, we're done with this movie. <laughs> but I mean, we know we we're gonna have one last fight. But yeah. you can't do a twenty five minute fight. Yeah. So we got to have a little romance with Sydney and our man Black Belt. So they're on the beach. Black Belt down to some fucking short shorts, no yeah. shirt. He's got to have those abs popping in every chance. And my God, those abs. And he's like, you know we're fucking, don't you? And she's like, she's like, shit, you can't handle my cookie. And he's like, I think I can. And she's like, Whew. what are you? Are you some kind of a? Homosexual? She, she did not say homosexual. Using the F slur yeah, again. That, that's her favorite word. It is. And that just turns him on. He's like, bitch, I'm going to make you sweat and then sweat some more later on. A nice, nice, it was It was probably the worst delivery that uh, Jim Kelly's had in this movie. So they, I think they fight a little, and then yeah, she throws start, him down. They, car, they, they square up like they're going to fight, and Jim's like, oh, my God, I've been waiting for this all day. And they just have, like, this cat-and-mouse game. She's hiding behind a dune. She jumps out. She trips him. He trips her. He's just trying to tackle her. She just can't pin her down. There's a moment where they run across this fat guy, nipples blazing, playing on acoustic guitar. And he's got his nice fedora on and everything. He says, Madame. He's not racist at all. He's just like, hello, Madame. She steals his guitar. His 70s neck beard, basically. He's leaning up against a wooden fence pole. And she swings the guitar at Black Belt, misses, <laughs> smashes the shit out of the guitar on the fence post, though. Just throws the debris on the fat guy. He's missed. It. He's like, what? What happened? They just run off. They don't care. He's devastated. There's yeah. a guy like with balloons for little kids. These are popping them. Yeah, Black Belt is punching them. <laughs> They're trying to say his punches are so fast and needle-like that they can just pop balloons. It's fascinating. And then she runs. There's, there's, a, there's a tent on the middle of the beach. And uh, this is the middle of the day, by the way, in a very populated <laughs> beach. Yes. 
Sydney runs in there, freaks out the white white people. They've never seen a black person before. Apparently, they freak out and immediately run naked. They've been fucking in this tent. Yep. Take off. Black belt goes under there, chops the middle post off. It falls down, and, and then, then he, they giggle. So yeah. they're fucking. Yeah, they're fucking. All they're right. fucking. He's making her sweat. So where these people have just been sweating and fucking yeah, all over, juice everywhere. Th- that's not a clean sheet anymore, no, no, guys. No. That's dirty. That's got all their juices on it. And you're I, just gonna get your juice and their juice. And it was the '70s. It was a sick time. It's a good point. It was the '70s. Who who's in who? So. My favorite uh, abiding. Much Costello, like man. I like to do after a nice fuck session, I got to skip some rope to like work off some extra tension. So that's what Black Belt's doing. They, they're back at the beach house. Yep, back at He's his skipping beach house. some rope, just in some short shorts. She's she's like thinking about round two. She comes out in his button-up shirt on, no Very pants reminiscent, or anything. Taking us back to uh, Black, Black shampoo. shampoo. Yeah. Oh god, that's and right. he tells her not to put on any clothes either. Like that's, she's like, I want to get dressed. He's that's like, no. Right. You, no, there's no time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw how you took your pants off last time. Too slow. That's so they get a call, and it's from... Well, a- no, they, they hear a car arrive, and he's just like, oh, shit. And then I think he put in a call, or maybe the call... Yeah, he calls Tom up. He yeah, just he calls, calls Tom up. He says, Tom, Pinky's here. Get, yeah. get the fucking cops over here. Cover's blown. Tuna's got the jaws. No idea what this meant. It's a spy code word, though, so that's the whole thing. <laughs> And then, I love this gag. It's a fucking Looney Tunes gag. Pinky's boy Jello back up the phone pole, plugs in the phone, and we get a call in from Pinky. And he's like, we want that money, and we want those picks, and we're going to get them now. But don't worry. Our man, Black Belt, he's got, he's got a plan already well, figured so then out. Some goons with guns start coming up to Black Belt's house. Yep, so they're slow, to- very slowly. Yes. Very slowly. So, so they leap out the other side. He's like, no, you can't get dressed. I want to see you naked. And they just carjack these fucking another white couple. They yeah. see white black people. They just run. He's like, "Hey, are you peaceful people? Do you like peaceful?" Buzz? Yeah, you, you're into peace and love, right, brother? And they're, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and he's like, "Great, I'm taking your car now. Bye." And see, now if this was 2018, the girl would have called the cops and said, "I'm feeling threatened," but. We didn't have cell phones. Back. But, yeah, uh, I believe there's a racist chip in our phones now. So when they hear, you know, it's like the white woman chip. So Alexa would pick up here a black person talking to him and sense the nervousness. And it would just immediately call 911. All I know is he get, he carjacks the car. Yeah. Takes off. Drives right past the, the goons. They are not fooled one iota. <laughs> so they start fucking shooting the shit out of this car. They, fucking, I don't know how this happens. The telephone pole blows up, kills Jelly. Jelly falls off the fucking pole and dies. Yeah, yeah, the, he is not surviving that one because he missed the sand and he landed right on the fucking bla- asphalt. And we just talked about how uh, Black Belt's like, you're not wearing any clothes. She has her underwear, like, like they're on the dashboard for some reason. And she she's like, give me a gun. And for some, like, she, Oh, so this is supposed to be the white girl's underwear? Was this the fucking couple? <laughs> Maybe it's a Wouldn't that couple. be the most traumatic oh, thing to ever happen to you? Oh my god! First they stole their tent and fucked in it. <laughs> they had to go get their sheet, which is now covered in stranger jizz and sweated all that funk. And they, <laughs> I thought you're right. I thought that it was, is the I worst. thought it was Sydney's panties, but you're right. It's probably the white girl's panties. That is probably the worst day of their life. Yes, they're traumatized. Traumatized. And and Black Bull's like, you don't need these, and he sniffs them and then he throws them out the back. Lands on uh, the car of uh, Pinky's car. P- 
Pinky is disgusted by this. He's just, yeah. ooh, a dare throw teenage undergarments <laughs> upon my ride. I love it. They turn on the windshield wipers and it gets stuck. And so it's just going back and forth. Just smearing juice in it. So you think that's going to be like the ultimate distraction and fuck them up. No, it's not. They're getting ready to go under a tunnel. A guy is painting a fresh new coat of yellow above it to do the like <laughs> caution numbers or whatever. Black Belt, being just smart and you know intuitive as he is, he leans out the window and goes, "Hey!" Well, he notices this guy's black as well. He was very white. I don't and know. He, I no. He, I, he could, it wouldn't. Have, he, the joke wouldn't have worked if he was a white guy because he wouldn't care. He said, "He said, hey, brother." I don't. You're he's a light skinned guy. He could have been Hispanic. He might have been Hispanic. He leans out. It would make more sense since the only people who work on infrastructure. So he leans out. <laughs> it's just that I don't know. Everyone's saying we need to repair this country, and they don't do anything to do it. Repair infrastructure. Uh, anyways, leans out the window and just goes, hey, they're trying to rape a sister in here. And the guy, I, you would have been dumbfounded if somebody yelled that at you. Yeah, he, he's on the ball. He's just like, oh, okay. Turns around, sees the car coming, throws yellow paint all over it. This guy's a genius. He, he knows how to work. Maybe he's done this before. I don't know. He clearly <laughs> So they, he's probably assaulted so many people on accident. They go through the tunnel, and then they on the other side of the tunnel. The, there's a sanitation department, apparently. Yeah. And Black Belt gets himself cornered in there. I don't know he, what, what the, what's going on here. Uh, I don't know. They drive through. We needed to end the movie, basically. Is what they, they needed did, to so. end the movie big time, and already a car chase. I'm not into this at all. They broke it up kind of well with the whole underwear bit, and then the yellow paint rape thing. But then they get into this uh, sanitation facility. This is where they wash the cars after, I guess, they've used Yeah, garbage the, trucks, oh. all that kind of thing. So they go through the car wash, and it, the chain grabs it because there's, like, that conveyor chain that grabs onto the car. So they're just being eased through it. They're getting hit with the suds. And Black Belt, again, devises another plan. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a nice sudsy situation here. So he, like, goes over where they clearly have the thing marked, like, don't touch this, otherwise it'll add an, a, a copious amount of suds. It'll be too many. Too many suds. Right. Even for the communists, too many suds. So karate chops it. Of course. Sparks fly, and so do suds. Yeah. Because, and, of course, the bad guys follow. You know, they're in pursuit, so they follow them. So their cars are stuck in the Yeah, they wash. just get stuck. The one, guy's, the one guy says, put, just put the gas on. Who cares? He bumps into another car. That car disappears. Yeah, that was Black Bolt's car. He just disappears. It just disappears. It, it gets bumped, and then like Grand Theft Auto, well, where well, it can't they render they, a none car of the guys ever, they None of the cars ever come out. They just walk out of their cars, but they do yeah. it like one by one. They like, you know, let's let's let them have. Well, half them get out, and it's like they're confused because like, what is this soup and substance? <laughs> I've never felt this before. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell Don about this stuff. I don't even know if Don was with them. He was not. So just like again, we're doing like a whole capitalist and communist thing here. Guy at the top never gets touched, and right. that's that's the thing here too. Big Tuna gets the comeuppance here, right? Why well, Big Tuna and yeah. Pinky a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah, Pinky gets his ass kicked. Well, this the the regular goons. It's like it's like goons, Bogarts, and then our head guys. Mm-hmm. So the goons come out. Black Belt Jones takes them out super easily. Yeah, even Sydney takes a couple goons out and throws them and really murders these guys. No, they're murdered. She throws them in a trash compactor and yes. crushes them. They're murdered. They're murdered. But they're having a hell of a good time doing it. I mean, we got fun, funky music playing. Everyone's coming out in soap, so it's funny. 
And then Black Belt, out of nowhere, he's just pulling out weapons. We got slow-mo. We got nunchucks. I think... It's not nunchucks. I think it was a hose. There was nunchucks at one point. He was using a hose like a nunchuck. Oh, okay. So it was like, because it was like something rubbery. It wasn't, it, there was no chain. Okay. I'm going to say it's a hose. And okay. he, he did, he had a stick, broke it in half. He yep. like Sensei Seagal. He breaks it in half, hits some dudes with that. Then he does the fucking, uh, the, the hose nunchucks. I don't remember who it was. Someone had a toupee on. So there was a That nice, was Tuna. That was Tuna? He, he grabs it, Tuna, and pulls the toupee off. It's yep. a nice gag. And he like, does a little. You know, like I don't know what you call it, and beats up Tuna, and then uh, he beats up because uh, Pinky and Tuna are the last guys. Yeah, you take out all the Bogarts and everything, and you got like it's like Jaws. You got like people like lurking in the suds and shit, yep. and they're looking for him. And then Sydney's throwing people in and murdering them, basically yeah. crushing she them. Just to death. continues to throw them into the uh, trash truck, and I think. Uh, Pinky gets it worse. He gets his leg snapped off because yes. his leg is hanging off the thing. Yes. Crush it. They're laughing about They're it. They're just laughing. And they, so there's basically, it's probably just guts and blood. There's nobody alive inside this garbage truck. It's Dude. Guts. These guys, they rob some white folk and fuck in their tent, and now they're just like <laughs> super saddest. They're just like trying to keep pushing this. They're murdering people now, and they're just loving it. You know, on the way back, because hey, now- these people deserve it, right? They try to steal Papa Bird. Uh, I agree with this. Okay. Papa Bird's kind of a piece of shit too, but oh, I agree. You, you still can't shut down that dojo. It was her dad. Still, come on. It was. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Even though he was not in her life at all, he was a deadbeat dad. He was. But any excuse to murder people, I'm gonna take it. So they escort the police. Uh, the police escort the yeah, they garbage pull truck. out, and then Tom shows up. But, you know, I don't know how he knew where they were, but Tom shows up with cops and Black Bull's like, hey, I got some uh, some some Vinnies in the back, meaning like, like a, the toilet after yeah. you've had a Vinnies because it's a mess. It is a mess. <laughs> and Tom just laughs, chortles at it and yeah. is like, hey, Black Bull, you did it again. Well, take them in and drop them off for evidence <laughs> and they'll sort them out. Teeth records, any, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Just street trash. Fuck them. And then it's drive off, and that's it. Blammo. Movie over. It's a quick one. Yeah, that was that was a 10-minute action scene. We just compressed it. Yeah. We just compressed. It was just basically uh, Jim Kelly doing wheel kicks on people. And, they stood there and, take them. and Bruce Lee impressions and all that. Well, he was... That's his, <laughs> that's his move. I love it, though. Jim so, Kelly's wonderful. I like watching him. Another Black Exploitation History Month. In the in the bank, we did it. It's another good one. We can't go any we can't go any higher than that, Griff. It's done. We gotta take a break. We may take a couple weeks off. Oh yeah, the, just, oh, you gotta have a smoke break or something. You know, after after a big day, jump rope. I'm gonna jump rope for the I'm next. I'm gonna week. eat some Vinnies. That's eat some how Vinnies. confident I am that we're not doing anything. Okay. You know, I'm done for a week. I yeah. can't I can't function for a week. But it's so good. It's just so good. Oh my god. No, we're not doing that because. If you know us and you care about us, you know our birthday is in March. Yes, me and Griff have the exact same birthday. It's true. Griff doesn't know this, but I'm actually him from the future, from a dystopian future. I came back through time in order to save the world by doing podcasts. <laughs> we won't tell him that. But we we're always on the same page. We never trip over each other. <laughs> I saw a lot of shit in the fucking 13 years that I, <laughs> I've had for you. But hey, at least you're handsomer. So... We're gonna. Well, that's the that's in two weeks, and I'm excited because I'm, my mustache is coming in. Cause we got a very special fucking Ooh. episode. People, 
are we going to do a Burt Reynolds movie? Are we going to do a Tom Selleck movie? You'll, you'll find out on a birthday. Oh, my God. There, there's going to be a lot of mustache power happening. Everybody on the show. We're having a special guest who also has a mustache. Does he not? Uh, I've been told. Three been mustaches told. for the, one podcast. The ASMR on that episode might be gonna, out of this world. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be a lot of creaming in jeans. <laughs> yes. I, we will not be responsible for any pregnancies that happen while listening to this episode. But before that, we have one episode before that. Yes. Uh, I learned, as many of you also learned a month ago, I thought I knew everything about Griff. But I did not know that Griff loves the us, the star of this movie. Was oh, he a star? He's in the movie. It's a movie that uh, one of our listeners requested. I said, I guess, why not? It's called Ice Pirates. Stars Robert Urich. Many of you know him as Spencer for Hire. I say fuck you. He's Dan Tana from Vegas. <laughs> it has our boy John Matuzak. Oh, the twos. And it has Ron Perlman, Hellboy's in it. Yeah, too. Ron Perlman. He's the main guy I see listed in it. He's not the main guy in the movie, but we'll be doing that next week. Star studded. Get ready. The, the month. And then I'm not even going to tell you what we're doing for April. That's even bigger. Oh, man. So get ready for that, and see you next week. Keep it warm.